with squirrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. You're terribly tired, Tarantula. So, welcome. How are you, my good sir? I'm doing well in yourself. I am terribly tired, but I am doing well. I mean, what else is new? You know, I deserve to be tired, so. I know, but you're always tired. I always deserve Pre-pregnancy, to Pre-pregnancy, post-pregnancy. Exactly. Being married to you <sighs> is exhausting. Touche. But welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um, we have some very, very esteemed and special guests with us today. And it's been a while since we have guests. Yes. Correct. So this, they may be our first guests of 2021. Yeah. I mean, shit, COVID really kind of limited. Like, Actually, like, no. Are they? I think so. Who is I mean, it? We had Reek and them. Um, that was last year. That was like, that was, pan- that was pandemic life. That was Zoom. We're still in pandemic life. I mean, that was like... We're still in Zoom. What are you talking about, bro? They, well, they're in front of us. Yeah, but I'm saying, are they there? I'm saying, are they our first interview? Of the year? Yes. I'm going to double check that. You, you'd be wrong a lot of times. So... But yes, have... they are They are, They are. are our first guests in person. And they're our first guests, period, of the year. They might be. This is what, I just have to double check because you'd be wrong, like I said. Carry on. We'd like to welcome Ashley and Sly to the show. Ashley has the privilege of being TJ's little god sister, but basically his little sister. She had to <laughs> suffer through him. She was the cancer before I was the cancer in his life. And Sly is our brother, Ashley's fiance <laughs> their fiance to each other and welcome thank you guys for joining us and supporting us through this we really appreciate your participation and effort and stamina oh of course thank you for having us we appreciate it, it it's an absolute honor to be here <laughs> I, 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 listen i know we could really, always mix <laughs> listen i know we couldn't really settle on the details but i know what is true is um 2021 with the first Let's do it. Yeah, excited. excited I to promise be you. She's right. Exactly. I just had to double check. No, this is this is <laughs> it's very on brand for us. Which is, I say something, you question it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure, and you go, you're, you're pretty you're usually wrong, and then I end up being right. That sounds accurate. Cause yep, gang up on TJ today. So it's not anyway. gang up on TJ. It's, it's, it's <laughs> this is your first time listening. Yes, welcome. It's your second time listen listening. Welcome back. It was your third or more time, as I like to call you. You're a lover. Daddy calls you family. Family, yes. So, and this is Lover's Quarrel. Yes, it is. So With TJ and Danny. Danny and TJ. And our special guests. Ashley and Sly. Yeah. So, we are going to jump right in to our regularly scheduled programming. And as always, please feel free to jump in, get in where you fit in. Um, we always start with our elevator talk. So, what's our, your high or your low? You're up or you're down? So I'm going up. Which direction are you going? I'll go up. Let's see if your voice is better than it was last week. So I was trying to explain to him how last week how I like I get winded easy easier now because you are know, you winded now? I don't know, nigga. We'll find out when I try to say this thing. But point being is like there's a lot of things happening inside mm-hmm. of me right now, mm-hmm. and then I had just eaten, so it's like your stomach's mm-hmm. full. My uterus is in my, by my lungs right now. 
And this is why says the non-pregnant man. Exactly. <laughs> and this is why we Well, I are can't not... help that, that God made it possible for only women to be able to carry. You're like, right. You can't help you know, that. So but you know what I can't help? Tatum a third did, child. Tatum, Tatum did ask. She was like, why can't daddy get pregnant? Was, <laughs> That's a good question. Stop. Fucked me up. <laughs> when did she like, ask that? Last week. Oh. And I was like, I was like, because women are, 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 Made. Are made yeah. to be able to carry and, and men are not. But I was just like, who asks that at four years old? Tatum, Tatum. does. So I feel like I would have replied, men aren't strong enough. Uh, it's also true. You got your rabbit ass mind. TJ, you, can, you wouldn't last a day. If our bodies were uh, meant to be able to do it, then, then yes. Perhaps. Word. I want to get one of those like. You ever see 10 Things I Hate About You? And remember how, like, the dad had her wear, like, the pregnancy belly? Like, oh, with yeah. the extra... I would just have you walk around mm-hmm. with that for, like, what? a day or... So, in 10 Things I Hate About You... The... Just tell me what, what the item is. You don't it's have... like a pregnancy belly sack thing. So, it's like... A, a, it's like you strap it on, uh-huh. and it's, like, the weight of, like, breasts and, like, a, a third trimester pregnancy belly. I already have mm-hmm. breasts. <laughs> you don't have pregnancy breasts. And I... Nigga, I was three ninety five, like two years ago. It's not the same. How are you gonna tell me it's not the same? I know I lost like three people. You did lose like three people. All right then. So I know the I know what it's like to carry heavy, but it, it's, there's a difference. There is because also like whatever was in your stomach. I mean, unless you had the bubble gut, like your stomach wasn't <laughs> moving around either. You're right. That's like, the only thing that that was that didn't happen. Have you ever seen those videos where they they make men do like the this contraction. Yeah. I wanted simulate. to. I wanted to buy that. That's man. where I always go because I feel like watching it looks painful, and I'll never do it. So I just I mean, think I'm off no, that premise I'm no alone, ho, so. we're in trouble. I think yeah. I did buy it. I found you it did somewhere buy it. The house. You never. Oh, There's still time. So, okay, I'll find, I'll find it. I'll do it, and then and then. So if I do it and I don't react the way that she reacts, she's gonna be like, she, she it's gonna be excuse why. Like, I mean, all we can do is try. <laughs> Anyway, I'm over it. Um, so, oh, going up. That's where we started. Was there a lot of air? I mean, were you able to breathe then? Or? It was better. You know why? Because I unhooked my bra as well. Ooh. That's why. I love that for you. Thank you. Because that was what was happening. It was, you know, hindering me last time. But now that I have some, like, you know, breathing room, ah, lung capacity. Got you. Exactly. You might have moved, but you ain't never had to wear a bra, nigga. <laughs> so, Facts. Anyway, I'm going up because uh married to me. We're gonna table that for now. That's crazy. Um Oh, so uh the other day was my former student's sweet sixteen birthday party. And her name is Mackenzie and she her mother and I used to work together. She her mother worked as like staff support at our old my old school, was invited. I taught her in eighth grade, it's her sweet sixteen. And I got to go um, and stop by briefly, and it really just like made my heart so full because I got to see some of my former students, and y'all know me, the educator in me, like, even though I made this transition over a year ago to this other role, I do miss my kids something terrible, particularly the kids from her class, because mm-hmm. those were like my baby babies. Um, you used to teach? I really, <laughs> I don't. Um, I, it's just been so long, I'm sorry. I, you know, I could say some smart shit, but I'm not going to. Go ahead. No fault. 
Anyway. Rise above. I, that's, I, literally, I'm in the <laughs> fucking clouds at this point. Like, I'm in outer space. I've risen above all of his shenanigans for 17 years. So, it just made my heart full to see my kids. Like, it was like, <laughs> they were taller. Their voices were deeper. So the boys, you know, there was a little bit more acne or a little more acne cleared up. And, oh, and there goes TJ's phone going off because it wouldn't be an episode <laughs> of Lover's Crawl. His fucking phone didn't go off. It didn't go off last week. That's a, a miracle. And I think we had a shorter episode, which is probably wasn't time for it to go off. Anyway. So, um, and one of my students is like, about to be a senior in high school and I taught her in sixth grade and I'm like how and it was just it was it just made my heart full because I as much as those kids made me fucking crazy I love the shit out of those kids like and like when she saw me like she screamed like and that made me really really happy because like like what kind of response do you want to get from like a child that you taught like like they're that excited to see you um so that just made me really happy. Um, I know you're not necessarily familiar with that type of uh, warm reception <laughs> from people, but... People are excited to speak to me every day at work. What are you talking about? I uh, changed lives. And you got, I changed lives. I changed lives on the professional side. You, yes. I you, ch- you, 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 no. So I have molded, the, I'm confident, the difference is, I have molded trajectories. Years ago, yes. Nation builder. Years ago. <laughs> I was teaching... Before in, you quit the classroom. I didn't quit the classroom. I shifted. You shifted in the middle of, of the school year, right before a pandemic. Because I knew all that was coming. All, all I know is that Pressing. if my teacher would have did that, I would have been like, her quitting ass. No. But it's cool. No, because you know why? Because I was such a good teacher and my kids knew my heart. Mm. And that's why they still fuck with me. Heavy. Okay. And that's why, my, that's why Jermaine... Uh, Nicholson Watson walked me to my car. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Not the government. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. But that's like, I love my kids. Like, and I would do anything for them. And that's just something, it makes me miss them. I'll say that because as Sly is also in education, y'all, and like as demanding. And as draining as the work is, it is also equally like rewarding mm-hmm. and fulfilling because what like what do you how do you compete with like being making a difference in the life of like a kid, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what he was like, Yeah, Ms. Bryce is like, I should've I should've listened to you and I was like, Yeah, I know. The fuck? But it was like the you know, just knowing mm-hmm. it just makes me really happy. You have to trust you first. Like, I mean you These I, kids are, are smart. Like, they know that they can't just be, you know, putting their trust in the people just because. He, he wasn't. I'm, I'm just saying. So, that's why he was able to reflect. Because he was able to realize that you were a good teacher. See, that was a compliment right there. Even though you abandoned them. <laughs> Danny, I have to agree. Thank you. I overstand. And I don't know if I'm allowed to hop on your elevator. Yes. No, always. Please. Yeah, like. Just talk more than TJ. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but no. I'm trying to keep easy. <laughs> and I say that respectfully. That's my guy. But no, I mean, I, I think about educators as being like farmers, um, mm-hmm. and usually, you know, you plant seeds whenever you have students, and sometimes you don't see the 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 work manifested mm-hmm. until yep. years later, and sometimes that's the the piece you have to make being an educator. You won't right? see the benefits you of won't your work. See until, until after they're long yeah. gone. 
They don't say it in the moment. They don't say it in the present. Mm-hmm. You'll see it though, and, and it's it's a, people have stories around like you know I, I know people thirty years they met a student who will reflect back and say, "You were my teacher and you told me this one thing and it stayed with me." I know, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, they be like, yeah, "You said this," and I was like, "I did." It's like right. I was deep. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it was just great. So with that, I yield. What's your elevator? I'm going up. Uh, I will be going to Houston to celebrate my brother's 40th birthday. So um, I'm birthday. taking him away Happy birthday and um, to Houston for a couple of days, and we're gonna fuck the city up the right way, respectfully. <laughs> like married men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TJ married. James ain't. No. James is such a terrible name. James, James is not that terrible. That's the first name? Sorry. I actually have a line brother named James. I apologize. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, nah, but you know, this will be like our first trip, just us going away. Um, and, you know, it's uh, in the middle of a pandemic, um, but it's, you know, the outside's open back up, but I want to do something special for my big brother, and, you know, I'm excited to be able to uh, celebrate him, and I hope mm-hmm. that he likes everything that we're doing out there, so. I'm excited. I mean, he's really simple, so I could have took his ass to McDonald's Playhouse, and he would have been. about to say Burger King, so yes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, one of those Playhouses, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Chuck E. Cheese, or something like that. Chuck E. So. Cheese joints used to be. Yeah, they closed Chuck E. Cheese on 125th. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's been closed for a while, yeah. yeah. They closed in the pandemic. Yeah. Because Tana kept asking to go back because it's right before end of the ICE era. took her. <laughs> huh? It's the end of an era. I know. Pizza I mean, be hitting. Yo. Shit is always ghetto, though. Yeah. I ain't never but, been but to a Chuck E. Cheese. Good, good, good good. I ain't never been I to a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I ain't never been to a, uh, like a, a good <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. It's I'm, always I'm, some ghetto, you know hood rat. Discovery Zone. DZ, I had a birthday party DZ? there. DZ? That was where the classic. I had, like, a nice birthday DZ there. Like I had gentrified and all yep. that, too. I <laughs> enjoyed <laughs> myself. Because they had the rock climbing wall. Yeah. It was the shit. I mean, she, it's she, a different was, life. she was wealthy, so, you know. Nigga, nobody was wealthy. I ain't never had a fucking Chuck E. Cheese party, <laughs> a DZ party. deserved that shit. That's why. Now, I did have a McDonald's party. I never had one of those. <laughs> I did. On 96th Street, party. they had the motherfucking back room. I think I have that picture. I never had a McDonald's party. Oh. I've never had a McDonald's party. I've never been. I feel like all the badass been... kids definitely had parties at McDonald's, <laughs> myself included, bro. But you know, I don't, TJ I don't think bad, bad kids. No, I don't agree with that. I mean, myself listen, included, bro. You know, I, I think McDonald's was just affordable, you know? Word. DZs. Yeah. So, not... white, white people went to DZ. Oh, to my God. It was not that. It was not that. Yeah. Don't project your poverty narrative that didn't exist. Onto me. I'm not. I'm just saying that you grew up. Cause you up. like you want to like. TJ did you grow up in the houses? TJ be trying to talk. Like, did you grow life, up in a sis? Did you grow up in a house, sis? He be like his life was no crystal stairs. <laughs> I've never said it like that. <laughs> I've never said it like that. I just said that we we weren't like he was super like, wealthy. He was like. I know I didn't have all the gaming consoles. I promised myself when I was a child I would own that's, every gaming console. That's not why I, I promised myself that. It was just one of those manifestations that you did as a child. But all I'm saying is that I didn't realize that we like we had money 
when I was in high school. That's when my mother bossed up. My father was bossing up. So we, we, we had a more. Now, my parents did do an amazing job in not allowing us to ever feel like we were less than. But when I speak to my mother and have the stories with her, she was. they were very much living paycheck to paycheck, using credit cards and, and stuff like that. So that's all I'm saying. I know, but there was a time where like you spoke to the experience, like you knew that and you were like, like that was feeling it. it. That was and it. like they made sure that you were like, feel how, it. I can't help how you Nigga, I know how you said it. Nah. You were like, we were poor. No. <laughs> were we poor? Can two things be true? Your parents might have been struggling, but you felt no ramifications of that. You're right. You and were rich in love. And and, and and that's a great thing, and that's what parents are supposed to do. They're Absolutely. supposed to make sure that their children don't do it. But just because I did not physically see it does not mean that it wasn't true. It, it, you just don't want you you just don't like the narrative because of well, whatever. No, I only say that because of when you tried to paint the picture that you like. All I'm saying is that you grew you up in a house. That doesn't mean shit. I grew up in an apartment building. That doesn't mean shit. You grew up in a, a, down a block from Central Park. The fuck? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> we were in the next neighborhood. And Thank you. And you and Anne had your own room. I remember I used to go over there on the weekends. Oh, see? Okay. And I, that thickens. was something I didn't have. It was her own room. My own room. I definitely shared my whole life. And then I would go over to you and then you would get mad because we would have to sleep on the bunk beds. And I could have grew up in a crack house. <laughs> it's still a house, so, but if, even if it, was, if it was a crack house. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you were in Queens, so that's... Wow. Because <laughs> I had grass. That is plausible. So. Anywho. Listen, privilege is relative, especially yeah. when you're talking about black people. Facts. Exactly. All I'm saying is that Danny grew up, you know what I mean? Yeah. TJ grew up on the Upper West Side. It's cool. Word. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Technically. That's Central crazy. Park West. I mean, I grew up on the Upper West Side. I'll take it, Danny. That's crazy. It. I mean, Do y'all have anything? Are y'all going up or down? Anything in your spirits? Uh, my up is, I think, I think everybody will know what it is. My up is my Tatum. Um, I have got, I love y'all, but of course. it's been amazing to spend more than just a day or two here in Maryland and to be able to spend time with my niece and be called Titi Ashley all day, all night. It's actually just like one of the most joyous things to experience um, and I don't get to do it enough. So that's like a huge up for me is to be someone's Titi for a little bit and not just over like FaceTime. So mm -hmm. that's my girl. That's my girl. Yes, that's your biscuit. Listen, baby biscuit is is grown. Yes, you didn't give you didn't give Trey. Uh, a I nickname. did not. I have that's, to give. I that is to, crazy. Well, I think she did biscuit because she didn't know what we were having. No, no, no. I, mean, I think it's sexist. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. No, my sister is a Wotep. No, how is it sexist when I didn't even know Taylor was listen. going to What's be a Wotep? To a girl. I mean, it's, it's the opposite of a hotel. A woman hotel. It's the woman hotel. I'm not. She's, she's not, not a hotel. hotel. She's At not a hotel. All. I'm just saying. Anyway. But I didn't know Tatum was going to be a girl. Tatum, exactly. And so Biscuit was the name. It's a little Biscuit sized. Um, up until I knew that she was Tatum, 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 Tay Tay. Exactly. Uh, Tell me anything. But if See, you would like me to give no, no, a no. little nugget. Um, nah, that sounds forced. It's forced. It's Leave her alone. Did you try to put her in a, in a corner? Like, don't paint her in. How am I? I'm, I'm, I'm just going by what the facts are. You, I will give. I will agitated. give baby boy a nickname from nah. the heart, just like this baby doll came from the heart. I'm gonna, you know, what I mean. Five years from now, I'm going to play this football <laughs> when he knows. He gonna hear you talking all this amazing stuff about mm. Tatum. And I was then, very he's not to, here yet. I was so excited to feel him kick. That's why I said five years from now. 
Trey, I was so excited to feel you kicking your mommy's belly. That was a beautiful moment. I almost mm, cried. I don't want to hear it. He's going to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll keep it. He got to hear it. He, he got to be able to oh, hear that part. the phoniness. Yeah. You know what I mean? He got to be able to understand. Terrible. Sly, what's on your spirit? Listen, I'm going to keep up with the trend and, and um, go up. Um, only, I can go with Tatum always, but I think my, my, my highlight is, uh, is the Byersons. Um, as a collective, as a family, as a record label. Um, as a motherfucking crew. Right. I, just, you know, I, I know this is not necessarily a time and space right now, but just a lot of love for you guys. Um, I feel loved um, by Tatum, of course. She, she leads that charge every mm-hmm. morning. Uncle's live. I'm up early and she runs into my arms as if I'm the most... I haven't been greeted like that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, not even Ashley um, greets me that way in the morning. Because oh, I don't like the morning. It's usually... <laughs> Catch me <laughs> But, no, you know, and, and just being there. If you've ever been fortunate enough to make it out to the virus in the States... Don't do that. Um, it looks crazy. Yeah, breathtaking. So just having been, being able to have my mornings, you know, cup of coffee, go up on, on the deck, go get some, you know, shots up. Um, it's been love. Um, it, or it was love. So yeah. Well, we're so we were you know so happy to host y'all, have y'all spend time, spend time with Tatum, spend time with us because it is you know something that we definitely can't take for granted anymore, especially after the last year and change that we've had, where like you have to take extreme precautions to now you know obviously things are a little bit more a little bit more relaxed, but um, it's really been wonderful and. Like, just the conversations we've had in passing, the dialogue, the, you know, the debates. And it's it's nice because we all kind of have these, like, common threads that, like, overlap with each other from family ties to career ties to mm-hmm. just, you know, ex- just life experiences and, you know, perspectives and stuff. So, it's definitely the pleasure is all ours. Thank you. And I think another plus, we get a little bit of a glimpse into the future. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know. Everybody's relationships are different, but yes. I always take the lessons. I see you guys, you know, doing some great things, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm taking notes. True that. So, we we yeah. a couple of years ahead of y'all on that on that journey. So yeah. please, you know, if, any, if the best best case scenario, just learn from our mistakes so you can try to avoid nice. them. Especially Danny mistakes. She has a, she has a lot of them. Oh. So now, <laughs> on to relationship tips. You know, I had to mess with my rib. Yes. Or are you my rib? How did that go? What do you mean? Adam's rib, right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes, that's the story. I know, so he had to take his rib out. You could tell you ain't go to Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Shout out, shout out to Randolph, man. Yeah, you know, listen. One of my favorite cousins went to Randolph. Yeah, you know, we can't all be Rice Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, FDA. We're lions, thank you. Yeah. I was a viper. We're not even going to talk oh, about where I was at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be proud of it either. It's cool. What was it, Randolph? What was y'all? y'all Cougars. Cougars. <laughs> you are. Raunchy. No, I was at any sex. Like, that's not any sexier than a viper. Right? Well, that's why, I, that's why I got me a cougar. You know what I mean? Oh, my oh, God. Gosh. Randolph it showed me the sense. way. You know what I mean? <laughs> got my old lady. You know what I mean? I'm sick of you. My 34-year-old. Look at you. <laughs> Woo! Pregnant during her birthday. Yes, I was pregnant during my birthday. Don't worry, that won't happen again. It won't. Not really, no. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, you go ahead. What's your relationship tip? Uh, 
relationship tip. Always remember that you and your partner are a team. While y'all are individuals, y'all decisions impact each other or can impact each other. So when making decisions, remember to think about your partner. That was beautiful. I like that. My relationship tip. Don't talk to people like they're stupid if you can help it. And I feel like that is just, it was on my spirit. Why was it on your spirit? Let's talk about it. Because sometimes TJ has a tendency to talk to people like they're stupid. Like when? Um, like... Example. Um, like when we were preparing for this episode and we needed to bring in the additional microphones and you could not locate the USB cords and I asked you, you were looking for them and I asked you, what are you saying? You were like, it's the, the fat USB, not the mini USB. And I was, again, I'm tired and everything else. So I'm like trying to help you look for it, but then... When you're describing it, you described it in a very like condescending manner. Like, you know how there's the little one, and then there's like the regular size one, like the old ones. That's the one we need. And, I'll take that. And I, so, so I apologize. I, I gotta remember not everybody's like techie, so I just you know. Yeah, I. I just you know we've only been doing this show for like three, four years, mm-hmm. and yeah, and you've set up multiple times. I just thought you would know, but I apologize. Well. I accept your apology, but, you know, you can still, sometimes people can use gentle reminders of what they're looking for. And also, you know, own the fact that sometimes, like, your explanations of things kind of suck. So, and then you get, and then when people people don't understand, when people don't understand what you're talking about, then you get upset and then you talk to them like they're dumb. So, in relationships, if you can't help it at all, try not to talk to people like they're stupid because it's condescending and it's rude. And I'm not saying I haven't done it too, but... We got to avoid that because you're not going to, like, nothing good is going to come from that. You got it, sis. So that's my relationship tip of the week. Or um, Do y'all have anything? I mean, you don't have to. No pressure. But that, those are what we got. Those are the gems we got. Ladies first. Uh-huh. Um, I would say, given conversations that I've had with uh, friends and or parents, um, like, Love is great, but you have to remember to like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, we talk about love and like eros, you know, like romantic, and like passionate. Mm-hmm. I love. die for you. Yes. And that is a thing and that exists, but there are ebbs and flows to it, especially when you're in a long-term relationship. Word. Um, and sometimes it, the love turns into familial, more compassionate love and you go up and down. But it's like so important to make sure that you have common ground. Um, and find things to just really like about each other and enjoy with each other that's going to keep you guys as friends and enduring in those moments where maybe the passion isn't always there um, or y'all annoy with each other because y'all annoy with each other and that's life and that's how it goes um, but just remembering to like just ass like each other and <laughs> it's not you have to be friends essentially so yeah that is very true because sometimes like the love mm-hmm. keeps you together i think but the like is like what keeps you like in like in it together mm-hmm. it. yeah because yeah, like i love tj sometimes i haven't liked that nigga because mm-hmm. 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 i mean or like i tell ash sometimes i love you but i don't like you right now yeah <laughs> that's true it's real talk but 90 percent of the time mm-hmm. you like me 
Absolutely. Okay. 90, 99%. Thank you. Aw, <laughs> thank you. He's sucking up. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> 65%. How many? 65%. All right, all right. You fine. Get, 95. You want to get this? <laughs> 95, get, TJ. No, I mean, I'm going back to high school, right? Back to Randolph. What do you need to pass? 65. That's how much I, I love you and like you, right? 65% mm-hmm. of the time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other times? Rough. Really? <laughs> and that's, that's, you know what? You're going to say, that's what you're going to say, but like, this is why. You were, you know, yeah. Your options weren't that uh, open. You needed somebody with the level of patience that I have, because mm-hmm. ain't nobody else dealing with you. Mm-mm. You're sixty-five. Allegedly, you're low achieving ass. <laughs> Listen, slide went super high, so you know what I mean. I had to be, I had to be a little more realistic. Feel me? Oh. And realistic, you are. I think we we had this convo. Y'all have circumstances, right? Things that make it. Mm-hmm. No, Danny's my Danny's my guy. She knows that. Yeah, listen. I'm just talking shit. Exactly, cause can't nobody put like put up with you like I can. I mean, don't I'm nobody have to. This is why I love having Tatum around, cause Tatum be giving him the energy that everybody mm-hmm. else may not feel up to giving. Well, I can't help if someone doesn't feel like. They can give me whatever. Like, I know, but day, I think, but no, I think the difference is that I love that she, because she, to me, at this point in, in life, she is does. the only person that can actually like make TJ like reevaluate mm-hmm. how he's moving, like the quickest turnaround time. Because that's it's like, my that's my daughter. So. Yeah, so like sometimes it, you know she hurts you. Not your my daughter. Exactly, but I she. Mean, I, I raised she, you, but she's not my shut daughter. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she she hurts your feelings a little bit, and that makes you have to kind of come back and be like, do. damn, what did I do? But because. It's cool. That's because she's got to, like, she's going to be like, that. I, you're being mean, daddy. And you got to be like, oh. And like, you might be mad about it in a moment, but then you come back to it. Which makes me happy because if there's no one else in this world, that little girl can do it. She's got a down pat and four years flat. So, shout out to Tatum. Um, all right, cool. Wait, Sly, did you have a, a kind of contribution to the yeah, conversation? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be brief. Um, communicate. Um, everything that... I think, you know, every every issue you might encounter can really be resolved with communication. Communicating allows for you not to make assumptions, meet your partner where they are, see what's going on, empathize, sympathize. Um, so I, I think for me, um, communication is, is key. It's the, the cornerstone of... Yeah, I mean, we definitely utilize that a lot, so I, I would agree. No, that wasn't too obvious. But no, yeah, no, no, it can't, it bears repeating. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I mean, if you want to have a strong relationship, if you want to be able to, like, go to distance, you got to be able to communicate with your partner. Like, I mean, and again, what Ash said, like, you got to like them as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, liking somebody and loving them are two different things and communication. Like, mm-hmm. I think the communication is, is what makes you like somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit, we got these things in common. Oh, shit, you think this way, I think this way, but we can meet in the middle. But mm-hmm. if you don't, if you don't like somebody, then you may not like communicating with that person either. Right. Plus, I think liking somebody will also help you make sure you're not like, like when, like if, if you do hurt their feelings, it gives you like, damn, I hurt my nigga's feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I didn't like you, then I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. But if, but because I like you, you know, and with us communicating, and you tell me with through communication, I didn't like that or that hurt my feelings. You might be like, damn, that wasn't. My intention at all. So, true that. All right, real quick, Black History fact 
for this week. On this day, July 19th, 1941, at the start of World War II, President Roosevelt established a Fair Employment Practices Committee to monitor discrimination against Negroes, because they were Negroes then, in the defense industries. Because what is America going to do always and every time? Find ways to discriminate against niggas even when they're building the things that we need to fight a war. Mm -hmm. So... President Roosevelt had to enlist this uh, committee to make sure that they were not being, at least not to being discriminated, I guess, maybe blatantly at that point. I can't say all together, but it just stuck out to me because I'm like, you know, even when we're doing, you know, the work for the nation, you know, they still find a way to hate on us. But, you know, white people are going white people, aren't they? Mm -hmm. What's your black history fact, my good sir? My black history fact is on July 19th, 1941, the first U.S. Army Flying School for Black Cadets was created in Tuskegee, Alabama. Yes. I think I've shared this before, but my grandfather was a Tuskegee Airman. Mm. Yes, my daddy's daddy. Mm. And um, um, where we're sitting, there's someplace in here, but... You got to talk into the mic. I'm sorry. Where we're sitting someplace in here, there is like... There was... And actually, it's probably a goal of mine to rejoin the like... Tuskegee, like, families of Tuskegee Airmen chapters mm. and stuff, because after my grandfather passed, mm. my grandparents were a part of it, and after my grandfather passed, my grandmother stayed a part of it, like, the Brooklyn, like, tri-state area one, and then my dad was keeping up with it for a while and then until his passing, so I feel like I am kind of compelled to kind of keep that legacy going. I didn't even realize I still met, but, okay. you know, I've seen, like, the different, like, they've had, like, their conventions and stuff, and I've seen booklets and, like, my grandfather was like standing in the back row and you know Aww. so but yeah he was a bombardier so nice. you know a little bit of uh, history and I have to I have to find a picture of it because my grandfather was like mad handsome in his uniform yeah. yes the he was like slice complexion yeah. and so I don't <laughs> I'm not sure I love how you bring that up yeah. <laughs> He was no, mad handsome. No, that he was slice complexion. He was. No, well, like, correl- like you were, no, 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 and Danny is like and bright. Exactly. <laughs> but my grandmother was very light skinned and like, yeah, especially my father's mother. My my grandmother was more, actually my grandmother, my, my maternal grandmother was more like your complexion. Mm-hmm. And she was arguably one of the darkest in my family because you've been around my mother, my aunt, mm-hmm. like my aunt. Okay. They're like, that's the same energy. But yeah, so... Um, but yes, shout out to the Tuskegee, um, all the good things that came out of that, not necessarily the experiment, but, um, yeah. Nice. And now, TJ's gonna try and stump me with a word, (laughs) and embarrass me in front of my family. I would never embarrass you. Hmm. Um, so the word of the week is impuissant. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I hope so too. You can do that little thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get... Rebecca, that's what you call her a lot. No, <laughs> her name is Sasha today. Oh, Sasha. Impuissant. Uh, Impuissant. Can I have the country of origin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how to do all that. Um, how, what's the definition? Unable to take effective action. Powerless. Impuissant? Yeah, this is not going to go well. Yeah, see, there you go. That's what, last listen. week you was like, <laughs> Oh, giddy now. What, what, was the, what was the word last week? Fastidious. Mm. Words I love. I love that word. Yes. 
what something. I know you nailed that, Danny. I did. Right, okay. Well, let's see if she nails this one. I'm not going There's to. There's a crowd here. It's fine. Besides the, the people that's listening. It's fine. Actually, do you know how to spell it? <laughs> I can she try. Probably does. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you tried me. Okay. Can you play it one more time, please? Oh my gosh. Yeah, Bill's just. Can you do it one more time? Come on, Impuissant. Sasha. Come on, Sasha. That the you is going. And then you want to try it? I am P U I S C I E N T. Both wrong. I love to get my sister. Wife at the same time because they're both really smart. Yes, we are. Not both of you. It was an E instead of an I. I am. Go ahead. I am P U E S C. Nope. Ah, that's a third one. We all get it. I am P U I S S A N T. Oh, so I was one letter French. Yeah, you were close. I think I was. Yeah, because I was. You said C. I said I am P U I. S C E N T, but it was S A N T. A N T. So yeah. Was... Okay. So it's like French. Sant. Croissant. It was. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> Whatever. Ultimately. You learn something new every day. When the shriek day. ends, the shriek ends. When I go up to scripts and they give me that word now, I'm gonna know it. Thank exactly. you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for your service. All right. Well. With that, it is now time for us to, instead of us necessarily quarreling, we're going to talk a little bit more with Ashley and... We may still quarrel, but go ahead. We may, but we're going to start with Ashley and Sly. So, Ashley and Sly, um, besides being our beloved brother and sister, um, are also very recently engaged, because even by this episode drops, has it been a whole month? One month and five days to be exact. Oh, listen, that's how you could tell they're new in this. Because who's keeping count? Right. But, um, so, I guess before we even get to that part, if you want to give us, like, a high-level overview of, like, how did you two come to be? I'll let either of you answer. Go ahead. Um, well, he hopped in my DMs. Oh! Um, <laughs> ten years ago on Twitter when Twitter was a baby and... It was Wild Wild West over there, and um, we had been following each other for quite some time. I did not realize we went to the same college. Apparently, we actually had met multiple times at college, but didn't know who we, who each other were. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're interacting on Twitter. He saw me on the three train um, coming uptown into Harlem. He was working. It was the summer. I was out of school, mm-hmm. and um, he thought I looked good in person he thought that my my in-person matched my picture on twitter or it looked better apparently and so he immediately upon getting off the train hopped in my dms you know Um, i haven't dated in so long so (laughs) is that a thing that sometimes your your picture don't match how you look in person oh my god what that's a real real question Uh, is it babe listen i've you guys, you've seen the t-shirts. You, you, you looked hot online. It's a real thing. Got you. Um, but let me let me fill in a few gaps. Because, um, I thought that was perfect. You know, Ash went straight for the... I, I hopped at the DMs. But 
we we form before before that happened. We 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 form formalize a little bit of a relationship online. So you know, millennials know Twitter can be uh, almost like a dating app, even right? Goes like, down in the DMs. Yeah, it, it went down, does. and we would interact on Twitter. A lot of it wasn't even through DMs. I forget when it elevated to DMs, but it was after the train ride. But after the train ride was when it's really. But what she did miss out, right, was Ash used to flirt with me mm. um, first a lot. <laughs> it's not Initiated. Right. It's not. For oh. whatever. You know, she was feeling the kid. She didn't want to, I guess she don't want to admit that today, but she was feeling, feeling me. And so she gave me that energy. It took me a while, though, because I don't, I don't take things for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there were multiple um, women on Twitter. That there were the multiple time. women wow. on Twitter. That I may have like been flirting with as well. Oh, interesting. Right at that time. And this again, we took them out a year maybe on Twitter before we, right? Before we. Before we, like before you met me on a train? Right. Or was that just a few months? It was months, maybe. Yeah, it was a it few wasn't, months. It wasn't that long. Yeah. Mm-mm. But yeah, she, she definitely was right around about, you know, energy matching in person. I. I've seen pictures before. I thought she was pretty good looking at her picture. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but I've seen pictures and I'm not, I need, I need more country. I need to see it, right? To huh? see it. I need more country. So, you know, I've, I've yeah, so. The Abby was too Yeah, small. but then, yeah, I saw her person <laughs> on a three train and yeah, we, we didn't really, I didn't even, you know, for a little while, we didn't know that it was each other until the last minute. I mm-hmm. looked at her one more time. I think she peeped one last time too and. And, and I did my thing when I got, when I had service. At the time, I think I had T-Mobile, so I wasn't getting no service. Baby, <laughs> Baby we still got we T-Mobile. Still got T-Mobile but yeah. But it's gotten better. They got my, they got my towers. <laughs> they got my towers. They acquired spring. Now I could probably yes. hit you while I'm still on the train, I right? I appreciate that. Thank you. Right, but. And here we are. Well. Ten, ten years later. I love it. So. Ten years later, after meeting on, you know, it's like, oh, I know that was a two train. I was going to say, it was three Mario? train. Yeah. Because oh, I was like, train. yeah, T.D. loves that song. He loves that whole album. I mean, that, that, was, that was a classic. Yeah. Um, but, so my question becomes, after y'all meet, y'all have been dating for some time, whatever. So, I guess, where, I'm not going to ask you, not going to say when, but like, what? Or how was it when you knew, like, this was the person I could, like, do life with? Um, multiple moments. So, funnily enough, I used to call him my husband on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. uh, pressing it. Cool. Um, but this is before we even had met. Um, oh. Yeah, like, when it. we were just texting, or tweeting, and being funny, and I would, this was the guy that I would call my husband. Never mm-hmm. have said that before, but... Used to say it on on Twitter to him, and I have never used that language with another person, and I would say it to be funny. So I think that that's fairly, but really she put interesting. It out there. Um, <laughs> you know, calling yeah. things into existence. But I feel like there were multiple moments for me. There was meeting my family was a big part. Like mm-hmm. hadn't really brought a guy home to meet daddy, to meet auntie, to meet Tish, to meet aunt, mm-hmm. um, and. I, my family is very important to me and they're a very loud, rambunctious, in-your-face bunch. Yes. And I need I needed a person to be a part of that and to be comfortable with that. And so um, that was like a big part was um, 
meeting my family on Christmas. I think he met TJ a little bit after you weren't there that first yeah. Christmas. Um, and ha- seeing him interact with daddy and seeing him act- interact with auntie and auntie stuff and mm-hmm. him just being so comfortable and like them not being able to like, he's like being unflappable and that, that felt really good for me. And I was like, okay, I can see this person like fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, I think the big part was me going through my, the first time that me and my mom were estranged which was early on in our relationship, mm-hmm. how encouraging he was around that and mm-hmm. like being a supportive partner in that moment and really being able to understand that. Not a lot of people understand like abusive family dynamics mm-hmm. um, or when things just aren't so happy-go-lucky in parental life. And so for, for him to be able to do that um, was important. And then, of course, COVID. Like We were up under each other 24-7. Um, for the past year and a half and it was survived pretty smooth sailing like we might have had one argument about groceries at the very beginning of the pandemic and it hadn't been anything since then so I think yeah there were a few moments where it was just like this is going this is going to work um in a few iterations of myself in which he was still able to kind of like match me meet me I love that that's such y'all you're gonna learn Ashley is like one of the most articulate people. Like, <laughs> you think I'm articulate? Ashley has me beat. I am not. You are. <laughs> and what about you, babe? <laughs> Sly. No, I think I have to agree. follow that. Right, that was that's tough. But <clears throat> multiple moments, like she said. But I, I, I think if I, if I can be fair and and really honest, always knew her orient around just being a supportive partner was mm-hmm. there um, to an extent that maybe I wasn't even re- always willing to receive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was always like from, I, I don't want to say day one, but I always saw the love and care mm-hmm. that, you know, she gave me. Um, and so that, that was real. And I, I didn't, you know, and then aside from that, just how layered she is. Mm-hmm. And these are, again, I can't, this is not a moment yet, but just this is the 10 years and just, you know, learning more about her. Her intellect is obviously the biggest thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not to sound mean, but pretty girls come a dime a dozen. (laughs) She's gorgeous, but it it wasn't her being good looking that really got me. It's her her mind, her intellect, her ability to be open-minded. But really what what nailed it for me um, was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all faced it, um, but if you could face it with somebody and grow together and get stronger, that's a really good indicator that you can make it through. Definitely. And we, it, it sounds crazy, but we may have, that, that whole stretch of being together, we may have had one and a half or two real misunderstandings. Shout out to y'all, because we had about... <laughs> I think we still did better than like what we I mean we made it <laughs> yeah no but I feel like what I'm saying is I feel like we we had argument. now I will say this it went a whole lot better because we, we moved at the perfect time mm-hmm. because we had more space in this house mm-hmm. facts so I would have definitely left your ass <laughs> nigga I would have smothered you with a pillow Stupid. but but yeah, no, I think that that happened. So I feel like we did argue, but mm-hmm. the level in which mm-hmm. we, the frequency and the levels that we could have reached, we did not reach that. Mm-hmm. And I think it took, excuse me, sorry, 
almost caught myself yawning. But I think that that's like, I'm still happy with like right. what we managed to make it through. And I, I was sitting here, I want you to know I was listening, but I did find a picture of my grandfather. So I was just oh. like, show you. Not him looking like Slav. He do kind of. <laughs> like I thought about that a little bit. That's, you know what's funny though? There was a lady who told me that one time that I had looked like somebody, an airman. Yep. Well, it was an event at Eagle. John Freeman. Lady. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. But that's my granddad. Okay. And yeah. I was like, I see it too. Because I, I yeah. said, I was like, he was your complexion, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, spiffy in the uniform. Yeah. And so, but yes. Um, so you guys are obviously like very recently engaged. But wait, shout out to still being married, right? Because <laughs> what, what did happen is we all saw is divorces were at an all-time high. So you guys still have the great stuff that you're Facts. made of. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, See, that's, that's when that light comes in. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I... She's lucky I like her. There's been many times I'm like... Yeah. Now, as anyone that listens to this show or knows us in person knows that... The luck is definitely in your favor. That I like, and on occasion, tolerate you because there's a lot of toleration, a lot of patience. Such a strong word. Toleration, patience, <laughs> all that stuff. Because you always gotta go. I say all the time, TJ always gotta go through it, mm-hmm. and he, I, I gotta be watch him go through like the the, like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. I gotta watch him go through that like metamorphosis. On like a lot of different things, and then, then we get to the point, and I'm like, I know I told you, but go off, sis. But it's like your students again, right? Like we don't trust you until we can confirm, <laughs> until we can feel comfortable enough to trust you. So and that you, you might have, tell me something. Yes, and exactly, because in the, the the sense that you also have the maturity and bandwidth right. of a 14 year old. <laughs> so I say all the time. Knowing and being with you helped me identify with, you, especially you, my yeah, boys. Exactly. Because you... You were a better teacher because of me. Yeah, because you are like... You, you as a 30-year-old man were have more in common with 14-year-olds than you do. That's no, definitely not true. I, I, I can just relate with everybody. Is it? That's crazy. <laughs> Sneakers, music, wrestling. Youthful make. spirit, as I like to call it. Yeah. I have like, one too, bro. It's all right, bro. Yo, that wow. Me up, the immaturity. The immaturity. As you were. Um, you showing so, pictures while we're because podcasting. Because, oh, I can multitask, right? You, you don't believe in multitasking. Yeah, well, you do. You're so. being facetious right now. Yeah, I am. Absolutely. I know you are. So, recently engaged. Yeah. Congratulations again. Thank you. So very excited when Sly sent the message that it was going down. Um, and what has been... Let's say this. So, one, very quickly, you guys are um, not, like, planning, like, a very quick, like, you're not getting married tomorrow. No. So, what, like, the approximate time is, uh, what, is it? 2023. we're not sure spring or fall. Okay. So, the year 2023. Correct. Between January and December. Mm-hmm. And, um... I guess one thing that like TJ and I have not like we talked about the origins of us too on the show, but like one thing we haven't gotten into was like our like full on like wedding planning mm-hmm. experience or whatever. Mm-hmm. So as like a now engaged couple, um, what would you say are have been like your uh, experiences, your feelings, your 
um, scenarios that you've been presented with since becoming recently engaged? Because people have a lot to say once you get engaged, yes. regardless of how long or how short you've been together. Yes. Um, we've talked about this a little bit. So the two big things is usually um, disbelief that we're quote unquote waiting so long mm-hmm. to get married. They're like, well, you've been together for 10 years. Why is your engagement so long? And I'm like, first of all, we're millennials. We ain't got no money like that. Mm-hmm. We paying for this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to make sure that we're saving and we're being responsible about how much money we're spending. Um, but also, I want to enjoy being engaged. And I'm Facts. someone who has a very anxious personality. I have generalized anxiety disorder. I struggle with with not like hyper focusing on things. Um, and I wanted to give myself time to feel all the feelings of being engaged, what that means for us as a couple, what that means for me as an individual, and like go through this slowly. Um, so that's been one. And then the other has just been um, a lot of opinions on guest lists and who's a bridesmaid, or who's not a bridesmaid, who's a maid of honor, who's not a maid of honor, who's going to be on the list, who's coming, who's not coming. And part of it makes me want to elope because I'm a people pleaser. Um, we, we sometimes have that in common, Danny, and yes. it's very hard to say no to family. And I've been practicing no. I've gotten really good with no. Um, shout out to therapy. But it's this is like a different ball game, and I'm so like new to the wedding experience that it, it makes me flustered. And so my gut, it, it, my gut reaction is to be the person that I can be, which is the people pleaser. And to go, okay, 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 just to keep everybody quiet. Um, and so that's definitely been stressful of just to like shut everything down and make it like what do me and Sly want and mm-hmm. not everybody else. But that's definitely been like the big one for me or big, big two for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very different mm-hmm. um, from, I don't I'm not necessarily overwhelmed, and, and to be fair, I think you're getting more of it than maybe I am. But yes, I'm a very the bride definitely gets yeah. More. We're different. I'm not really a people pleaser. Um, in fact, I, I kind of do what I want. You're not a people pleaser, but you're also very I chill. Yeah. You're very like okay, but not because he's a people pleaser, but because it's like whatever. I'm bothered. It's not a big deal. I'm bothered. And for me, it's. Yeah. Nah, like, <laughs> I'm bothered. Let's like, be bothered. Why are we not upset about this? Mm. Two hundred people, that's fine. Elope, that's cool too. And I'm like, no. And I think for me, <laughs> right? The it's also not that we're delaying it, but like we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Like, why am I stressing yourself out now when we we? And the the other thing that didn't come out yet is we're not even really planning anything. Anything. We're not setting anything up until January. We said we want to use. You know, this, this next few months, they really just enjoy it, smell the roses. So, definitely. But yeah, but we just they have two different approaches. So, yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely so think it's important to... I had fun in, in this stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like when people ask questions because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can just throw shit off the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have 5,000 people. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. You know what I mean? I, yeah. And see, I'm like you, T, because yeah. I've... Yeah. I'll, I'll I get annoyed when people think my party, my my party. I'm over here parroting my sister. Um, my wedding's gonna be like a fet. Like I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be mad heads. We're gonna be doing this and that. And I'm like, not that it's not gonna be that, but like I love how y'all planning this like it's a bashment. And it's like that's not. 
That's not the vibe. That's all I wanted my shit to be. That's all I wanted. I wanted my shit to be a party. It was. That's all I wanted. I get it, but I'm just saying people are inviting themselves or making plans for something that's not theirs with like assumptions that that's what it's going to be. I take Inviting people, I don't know. Like, yeah. We'll shut all that down, but I think before we even get there. But it's like, why should I, I take have that to? as a compliment. Mm-hmm. You know, that means that people, people see excited. us in a certain light. And, you know, they know we like to have fun. And yeah. Fun. But I think it, it gives, like, people such as Ashley and myself anxiety because the, you have people. to live up to that. And it's the, it's the people pleaser in us. It, so it's like you having to kind of, like, squash people's like dreams about what they think it's going to be mm-hmm. and set the and manage their expectations you know and making sure that it was what you want and like like one thing that stuck out to me versus what y'all said versus like us like we we paid for most of our wedding but we did have help mm-hmm. um y'all are paying for it like all on your own we so we're also younger we were mm-hmm. younger but mm-hmm. it's also the thing of but footing the bill on everything is the first big thing of being like Nice, thank you. Take it. We'll take it into consideration, but ultimately, we're gonna do what we want to do. Right. Because if some nobody's putting in a dime towards something, then they really don't have a say when it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. And it's and people always and have something to say anyway. People are gonna right. always have something to say, but and then also too, I think the thing of like we're like Sly is like he's chill. TJ likes to like troll niggas. <laughs> when it came to that stuff, I'm just like I don't even want to have like it was giving me anxiety to, like tell people things that they didn't want to hear mm-hmm. and yeah. you know and like even though some things I was like you know and the things I was I will say this like sometimes the things I was adamant about I didn't have any qualms about like saying mm-hmm. but then the other stuff I'm like oh god like but because I remember it was like we said we didn't want any like small children mm-hmm. so we had like a very like our niece and nephew uh like, my little cousins, and, like, that was, like, the only, like, under 10 kids that would be, like, present, and everybody else was pretty much, like, 16, 15 right. and up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. old enough that you don't even got to worry about them. Right. And I remember when we, like, first communicated that to, like, families and stuff, there were some people who were like, but who's going to watch the kids? And I'm like, you have a year to figure this out. Right. Like, this is why, say the dates are for, like, you have a like, to make arrangements right. mm-hmm. and you know because it was a thing of like I wanted because of also like wanting it to be like a certain type of party mm-hmm. or whatever like that I type like where it's like very much adult like right. you know with the save for a few exceptions and you know feeling like that was like at the time it was made like I think I was like made to or I, I don't know if it was meant intentional or whatever but the, definitely the sentiment was like this is a family like we do everything together. Yeah. The all the kids come and like it's with like it's, you know things like this. So like, what's the issue? And it's like, but it's like it's our wedding. Like you know, yeah. and this is like I never like I didn't I wanted a destination wedding. Right. And out of respect and you know for what TJ wanted, he was like he really wanted to make sure all of his family could make it. He was like I don't want that or whatever. And I was like okay. Mm-hmm. So because at the time that's. I didn't know that I had the choice to be like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing, and right. either you're going to be there. And, and and I wasn't as comfortable to be like, mm-hmm. you're either going to be there or you're not. Right. Well, that, that was going to be my question, T. Like, now, if I oh, now, yeah. forward, would you have... I would invite mm-hmm. whoever comes, and whoever comes, comes. If they don't, they don't. Like, mm-hmm. where I'm at in my life, life is too short, so I'm not going to be mad. Like, if my mm-hmm. parents can't come, that's different. Yeah. But if, right. you know, an aunt can't come, or a cousin, or a yeah, friend, like... Yeah. 
life life goes on. Like mm-hmm. not everything's for everybody. Um, and and as I've gotten older, I understand that. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm not. You know, there are some people who's gonna be like, oh, they fell away or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you couldn't make it, then you just couldn't make it. Like yeah. like there's only a hand. There's like a small. It's like a very short list of people when you're planning your wedding that you like. Absolutely. Are willing to like like there's like non negotiables like yeah. you're gonna have to like move some shit around yeah. or like that having is very short yeah it's <laughs> like that's it and then after that everybody else is like we love you to be there mm-hmm. we get if you can't yeah and that's cool and that's and that's that's yes, what it, I would do things totally different what I, would you do differently mm-hmm. that's like one thing I wouldn't have had a sit down dinner mm-hmm. I would just had no. Like hors d'oeuvres? Just, just hors d'oeuvres. Just a cocktail hour. I would just have them do hors d'oeuvres. Like, like all night? Throughout the cocktail night. Hours. Mm. Yeah, I would just have them do that throughout the you night. Missed that yeah. Oh, y'all missed that. Because we were y'all, taking y'all pictures. Get, weren't y'all getting drunk on the bus? They were. Well, they were. <laughs> they were bringing us some hors d'oeuvres, but like they were. I didn't they, get drunk until the I end of the I was not invited on the men party bus. I was able to peek in and then you was like, all right, good night. See you over there. <laughs> why, why would you be in the I was just because I'm the sister and sometimes I just want to be included. Okay. Well, yeah, that was like we they were bringing us stuff, but that was when the bridal party was taking pictures during yes, the cocktail hour. They brought us yeah. food and stuff, but they did. that's just I, I, again. No, that's fair. Weddings, one of the most expensive things are plates. The food, mm-hmm. yes, that's what I keep thinking. Per head, yeah, and, 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 and see, and, see, that's the thing. A lot of people don't don't, don't think about that, and you know, what I mean, there's people like I wanna I wanna invite, and it's like you're gonna all right. I invite you and you give me a $10 gift card. And, or, and like, nigga, you cost like, me $75. This shit happens, you know what I mean? Or they say they're going to come and then they don't come. We yeah. had that happen. They always yeah. say 10% of the people don't come. So like, even with that, I would have had like a backup. Like, listen, come to the wedding and then if these people aren't here, I know they're not here, come to the reception. Come to the reception. And we you literally were texting people. We were like, so like... Like like one per- I know one example like my mentor I invited like she ended up coming out with the flu mm-hmm. so she couldn't come mm-hmm. so then like we texted like one of my like neos who I was like because I had you know Greek life and stuff so we were like sis like you want to slide through like we already <laughs> paid for it so at least that we were getting our money's worth yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. it's like somebody that we would have like if there was no all bets were off and there was mm-hmm. no you know money was no object right then we would have like sure but um but, but I, yeah but that was something that's like TJ that was something like I kept trying to like explain to TJ how like wedding life wedding world is not the same as the real world and cause he was like I want a party he was like you know everybody everybody cause I distinctly remember doing our guest list and he was trying to he was inviting <laughs> he wanted to invite one of his sweethearts and I was like my nigga what's her last name yep. couldn't give me it Okay. And I, I was like, I may have a friend. <laughs> I may have a friend that I don't know their last name, but it doesn't mean that they're not special to me. But it doesn't mean. But if you don't know their last name, I feel like they should not be on your wedding guest list. Okay. That's and so. But that's for you. You're, but, you're projecting how you feel for yourself. That's like wedding etiquette, though. That's okay. not just me. Okay. So, um, Amer- So that's American society systematic racism. Wait, what? Here we go. <laughs> society norms, right? Etiquette. Like, Window. Me, TJ, jumping. Out. How am I jumping out? Because that's you're saying you're too... saying you're saying that it's the etiquette. Who created that etiquette? It's it is part of I guess American wedding etiquette. Okay, but and, we and, subscribe okay, to and that. American etiquette that we subscribe to would be from what? The systematic racism that was created. No, the fuck is like I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is rooted in systematic racism. <laughs> Everything. False equivalence to TJ. <laughs> Everything is, is, everything goes back to it. I'm sorry. The point I was trying to make was that TJ, 
had to learn. Like he was like, "You get an invite. You, you get an invite. You get an invite." And then and then we got to. You ever been to an Indian wedding? I am still trying to go to one. And you know what happens with Indian wedding? They invite everybody. The male the mailman, you're invited. But but as someone who's been to a Pakistani Jamaican wedding. Their parents helped pay for a, yeah, huge, a huge chunk. I'm, I'm not taking that away. But That's why they was able to invite. But she just auntie said from overseas. But she just said that 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 the norm is the etiquette is you Fair. can't invite Fair. anybody. You can only invite certain people. I, I you should know the last names of. Your I didn't guests. remember the goddamn last name at the time. And then when we got that nine thousand dollar updated invoice mm. from the caterer, like, oh shit! That's when TJ was like. The fuck? And I'm like, my nigga, that's what I kept trying to tell you. And I was like, let's keep it at like 150. No. Let's do it. And he wanted to invite. I got to invite my LBs. I got to invite their girlfriends. I got to invite this person. I got to invite that no, person. I wasn't inviting just everyone g- girlfriends. We said, we sent, we sent, we sent, we sent, now I granted, I, I will say this. We did send like invitations to some relatives that were like a little, you know, several many states away. And we were just like, as like the courtesy invites. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, we're coming. And I was like, ugh. Ew. Okay. Mm. See, and what I'm hoping is that the fact that we're considering doing a destination wedding, granted it's going to be the United States, but a destination wedding will possibly deter some invites. I don't know if that's the case. Because Hope for the best plan for the worst. That's my unsolicited advice. Because I would say don't invite somebody if you don't want them there. Yeah. It's not about not wanting them there. It's about... Yeah, it's, it's not just about... like a numbers game. Yeah, it's no, not I... about not wanting them there. So then, so then, what's the issue then? Because what I want is a small sixty-person wedding. We don't have a small sixty-person family. No, so, and so I have to reconcile that in my heart. That's so, really what that is. For so me. you tell them these are the sixty people. Well, that's what Danny was saying then, to me was to originally go, and she said to do the people that you absolutely can't live without, and then fill out the number up until your venue. So it's like if you buy get a venue and your venue is a hundred people mm-hmm. and you know you have your forty, fill in the rest and call it a day. And then that's not the excuse, but that's your thing. You have, your venue can only match this many people, and mm-hmm. to focus on that as opposed to I'm gonna invite two hundred people and I need to find a venue to fill those people. Mm-hmm. What's the venue that I love and how many people can it hold? And then that be the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's like a hindsight being. To, you and know, I ex- appreciate ex- that. That actually experience. made me feel better. To do it that way, because mm-hmm. Daddy was like, "Grandma could watch the kids," and I'm like, <laughs> "You just," I'm like, "Daddy, who said I was inviting kids?" <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like that. Like, that's I was like, that's a short... it, I was baby biting Tatum to be a flower girl, and, like, and then his mother was like, "You gotta have TT kids in the wedding," and, and I was like, "Okay, mom." <laughs> I, I mean, I, I at least I'll tell you this. That's his aunt. I said to I said to Sly and Ashley, I was like, "Y'all let us know, like, if you want." Tatum there, she'll be there. If you don't want any kids, we will make arrangements and it will be fine. And the thing too is like because it's a destination and because it's in the U.S. too, it you could like people often make a vacation out of it, a long weekend out of it, or whatever. So you could arguably even if you have like the the hundred guests, let's mm-hmm. say that are attending your actual like union. Not to say that there aren't. You might not. You might have like some type of like. We'll be here on Friday, right? And like people can come and you know enjoy the weekend. So even though they don't come to the, like the ceremony and the reception, they can be like be there for like the before, like you know right. the, the not the not necessarily the rehearsal dinner, but like right. Like if you guys have like a night out thing or whatever, right. so people right. can just like enjoy it and then ultimately, like, man, you gotta do what's best for y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm always gonna say. I'm, I'm, and, I'm firmly made and, a decision around children, and and, and that's the thing like, that they don't I, tell us. Everybody, every no child except Tatum. 
<laughs> That's where I'm at right now. When Trey listens to this episode, <laughs> make sure he remembers. Oh, <laughs> snapping. If he got to stay Trey, up, he's going to be littler. Trey, you want to get married. <laughs> he'll be littler. Trey, you won't remember, bro. It's, it's okay. all right. We love you. Because Tatum will be, because by that point, remember. she's four now, and she'll be she'll six, be so she'll be, and he'll only be two. So, like, that's a six-year-old somewhere, and a two-year-old somewhere is a different thing. So, it's like, even mm-hmm. if we got to find childcare for him down there, or he stays mm-hmm. home, or whatever, mm-hmm. and we just bring Tatum, we, personally, that's the energy I'm on. It's like, it's about y'all. What do you all want? And I understand, again, having your six-year-old niece in a wedding versus your two-year-old nephew who is going to... It's two. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, Don't I know mommy and daddy, I, I would like to enjoy myself as well. Mm-hmm. So it might be a lot more feasible if one is... You know, you only got one. Right. Or if you got the older of the two. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I, I get that as well. And I think, like, yeah, the wedding stuff is really... <laughs> It's just, and I hate to say, it is the beginning of people just like putting their like presumptuous ass opinions on like, well, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and it's like, if you're not kicking in no bread, right? Be like, it'll take be taken under advisement. Like that's the kindest I can give you, Mm -hmm. and then after that, it's not because, you know, best case scenario, you're only doing this once, or at least for the first time. You know, you might renew your vows down the line or something like that. But like the first time is always the first time, so you want to make it the the way that you want it to be. And, like, you know, and the opinions of the... It gets tricky, though, is when, like, the non-negotiable people also have opinions. opinions. But it's still y'all day. And nobody's going to be standing up there saying stuff to each other about forever and never, to death do its part, whatever language you want to use, all the days Mm -hmm. of my life, which is what we said. I thought death do its part was a bit drab. (laughs) But, um... It's, a, it's about y'all. And, like, I, if I could go back, I would have, I probably would have been more, like, I would have pushed back more on, like, the number of people. Yeah. Even though it was a phenomenal time. Mm-hmm. Like, we Ooh, had a, time. It, was, time. it was a great, it was a fun-ass wedding. But. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I heard it was. It, <laughs> it was. It, it definitely is. It, it went, it, it's, it's gone down in history. I, it's, it stood mm-hmm. the test of time as far nice. as the enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. Your DJ was great. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to Pork Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's also a thing of like, I would have pushed back on TJ more about like the guest list and I would have. How so? Because I, you were adding more people than I was. So I know more people. Anyway. So I would have pushed back more on that. Mm -hmm. And then I would have, um, I think that was probably like my big thing. Like, you know, we had like 225. Five, it could have been like one seventy five, mm. like if we were being, you know, because there's some people like, oh, well, talk to we you. we had two twenty five that was invited, but not all two twenty five came because again, no, we had like two fifty was... and like two twenty five came. Was it? It was up there, yeah. I don't remember. This is why we have two baby showers now. Like think about, like think about. No, we now. have two. No, we're having two baby showers because you want to separate it. Because <laughs> large groups give me anxiety. But also because our our baby shower numbers are large for baby showers in general. Baby shower mm-hmm. etiquette or like baby shower world, like the numbers that we have are on the very high end. Yeah. Y'all got a lot of people. Well, how do we... Who fault is that? Like, mm-hmm. Or how do you... Yeah. That's all y'all fault. How's it, how's it all of our... Both of my parents are one of six. Exactly. And then Greek one, Greek two. So yeah, so that's all y'all fault as yeah. a unit. Well, 
No, well, it, it's only motherfucking crew. It's only your fault because she has anxiety. I'm like, it is what it is. Like, you would want to have 110 people in this house for a baby shower. If it's 110 people that I love and and, and like to be around, yes. Danny's Danny's that's now. That's a no from me. That's cool because y'all are one and the same. I can't in my home on my floor. They wouldn't be inside did, the house. I did say to him. I said if. Yeah, I, they're gonna be in the backyard. Yeah. What I said to him is that if we had one, I was like, we had if we would have only one, and it would be in Maryland this time. I was like, it had, it has to be someplace other than here because it becomes a thing of, I feel like it comes back to the conversation we were kind of having the other day. Side, which is like the woman, the home, everything else like that. Like our house is chaotic right now, and I have like anxiety about it. And it's just us here with us, like y'all two family. Y'all don't care everything else like that, but it's. It's the projection. It's the, it's the cleanup. It's the after. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the chaos before. It's the it's, chaos after. Right. And it's like that shit you don't, because you just because you don't identify with it or you don't recognize it doesn't mean it's not there. It's not very real for the other person. I'm not saying that it's not real, but I'm just saying that we just look at things differently. And my no, thing I also is, think if you have the space and and, and if you're comfortable, right? It's it's about being. It's about your comfortability. I'm comfortable. She's not. So now that's when communication comes in. And we find a happy medium. But mm-hmm. just because you feel comfortable with six people and I feel comfortable with 25, that doesn't mean that you're you're right, wrong, or, or, or I'm right, wrong. It just means that we have a different opinion. Now, how can we figure out how to make it work? That's it's how I look at it. But Yeah. I think I'll be more comfortable with more people if people don't have to zoom intimacy attached to things. Um, what? Everybody is family. Mm-hmm. But people think that family means that Boundaries don't always exist. I look at aunties and daddy's um, New Year's party that they usually have. And auntie has gotten really annoyed because mm-hmm. people trek through your room or people go into her room. And this has been like... But she also gets annoyed because... what? But, but see, to me, that's like insanity. If, if you're going to get annoyed because people are there... Why continue having a party? But she's not annoyed people are there. She's no, annoyed no. that... I mean, yes. But she gets annoyed with having to set up... And, and clean up and then people staying super late and and, 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 and having to be a hostess. Same thing that Danielle gets annoyed about. That's Whereas, and, and, and again, the way I live is, if you here, nigga, make, the yeah, make yourself at home. So the difference, and the difference between maybe she and I is like, if I can help it at all, I won't right. host. Like, hosting shit, yeah. For me, it's like, Six people, mm-hmm. ten people, like Same. when my like that. That's like the intimate shit. Like it's all of us. It's a vibe. It's a thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's Same. my speed. Same. When it's 25, more. 35, 45, 55 people. Count me out. Like I yeah. like, and it's like I gotta run it. I gotta run the yeah. show. I'm not having a New Year's party like that. Right. I got stressed with eight for my birthday during COVID. We had a very small group of people come mm-hmm. to our apartment for my birthday, and I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Like I was. I mean, partially it was my birthday and I was cooking, I was in the kitchen, I was doing it. He put stuff on the grill, but I'm doing all the seasoning and things like that. And then he's grilling and you got to make sure people take their shoes off. But then I had to make sure there were socks and like flip flops for people because some people don't like to walk on bare, on exactly. bare feet with bare floors. And I had to make sure things were cleaned up and then I got to make sure everybody got their drinks and make sure you're comfortable and you're comfortable. Then my mama there and I got to deal with her and whatever whatever's happening there and then my sister. And I'm just like, you know what? actually don't like hosting at all i don't if you want to come and we order pizza and i got a bottle of wine and we chill and listen to music and watch tv that's dope if i gotta host like Mm. make sure no i'm okay because and i think that's the (laughs) thing that sometimes and and i don't 
I don't want to necessarily totally speak for the guys here, but it's like I think that might be the the part that they're missing. It was like there's a lot of there's a lot of planning and prepping that goes into that whole come on in, you're Mikasa Sukasa <laughs> shit. Like it's like no, I gotta find a thing. Like it's mm-hmm. you like when even when y'all came, like my mom is the one who helped me because I'm so very pregnant, so she did a lot of the cleaning up before y'all got here. Mm-hmm. But it was like she made sure like the bed was made. There was towels and washcloths on the bed. And like that's the energy. It was very, it was our hotel. It was yes. <laughs> and you know, and it's the thing is like just like there's soap in the bathroom right. and there's linens and there's food or there's stuff like that and like i ordered the instacart and i get you the coffee and all the stuff like that you bustello and thank you so much so but it's like no that is and i'm not saying that that's not that tj is not a very hospitable host but he's very he's just like figure it out Mm -hmm. it's for you it's yours and then i'm like but but the thing is like sometimes there's there's even groundwork that's laid before that That right. makes it feasible for him to say, have at it. Right. Do what you want in this house. Because I've washed the sheets and I've put the laundry up and I did an Instacart mm-hmm. and I did all that stuff like that. And so that's where like the thing comes in. And that's why like hosting shit gives me like over like over a certain number of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's beyond like like my core group of people. Like mm-hmm. when my lawn sisters came in, in October. That shit was easy peasy, like because they was like, "I'm bringing this, I'm bringing right. that." Da, 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 da. We had some edi- edibles. We was out on the patio. We was chilling by the fire pit, and mm-hmm. we picked up food, and it was perfect. Right? Because it was, it was no. That's the. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to work, but yeah. Well, that's it, how we get a wedding planner because I don't want to deal with that. I did. I had a we day of. A wedding. We had a hosting. day of coordinator, but yeah, a wedding planner by all means. I don't want to host my wedding. What are you looking forward to most about married life? About being married? Um, all right. No shade for people to stop asking me when I'm getting married. Cause you, but you know what comes after that. When's the baby? We're not, we're not dealing with that. But I'm... Oh, I'm I love those questions. <laughs> I, I know you do. I don't. I don't like people talking about my body. I've been with Sly for a good decade. We're going to have decades more. I don't think our relationship was any less legitimate because we weren't married because we didn't have a because I didn't have a ring because I wasn't engaged. But for some people, the assumption was that I was waiting for him or that the relationship wasn't legitimate or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's just like we wanted to do this on our time when we felt comfortable when we felt like we had um, gotten to a place in our relationship where we actually felt we could make that step make that commitment both financially and emotionally and all those things but it'll be nice to feel like you have less people in your ear mm-hmm. talking about what your relationship is or isn't but people are always gonna have they are they are but i feel like that's always a big one you know like mm-hmm. when's the marriage when's the wedding and i feel like we can live our lives with more a little bit more quietly but if i'm not thinking about others um we've never signed a lease together um, mm-hmm. we've lived together, but we've never signed a lease together, had both of our names, names on, on a lease. We've never decorated for, with both people in mind. I'm usually the sole person like doing the decoration mm-hmm. and it's very much my taste. And I'm really excited to like come together jointly. Um, um, pick out an apartment that feels like both of us, pick out furniture that feels like both of us. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I like the homey stuff. So I'm really excited to do more of that. 
don't know about you, bro. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I think, and you said it best, a decade is a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing to, um, you know, um, make light of. But I think what I'm looking like, looking forward to most is just the official feeling of it. Um, it'll be official. It'll be, right, a union, a mm-hmm. unit. Um, and we were already one. Um, Definitely. Far, far before. And we will, you know, far before the date. Um, but yeah, all the above. And I just think just building the, the memories together. I mm-hmm. always, y'all know me, Mr. Philosophical, always mm-hmm. a deep thinker. Um, and I a student observer, but like, I think about having literally a partner for the rest, right? Mm-hmm. And that's dope. Like you're not alone in life. In life, and I think that that you know, it took me a while to get there. I'm I'm glad that I'm there because I've been a lone wolf, mm-hmm. even though I've had companionship and um. I've existed even, you know, in this relationship mm-hmm. for a lot of years is, you know, given a given enough we're here, but also not really leaning in on the companionship side, mm-hmm. sharing my feelings more, my hopes, my dreams together. And that's the stuff that I think I'm looking forward to. I love it. All right. I think that's <laughs> a beautiful way to cap it all off. Yeah. We've covered a lot from engagement and wedding and hosting anxieties to Mm -hmm. how you began and what you're looking forward to so i'm gonna say thank Mm y'all because y'all should like save this episode so sometimes when y'all remember like why the fuck did i do this and (laughs) then come back to this and just be like oh Oh, yeah because we like each other because i like him i like her like 95 percent of the time that's what we went with slide right that was the number we settled on 95 um TJ Sutherland, was it a 65? Yeah. What? <laughs> a D? Yeah, like a D. <laughs> a solid D. Um, but thank y'all but so I'll, much. Listen, I'll come back in a few months and let you know what that's Don't do that. Yes. Do not do that. Still got a ton of ways to go. You got a lifetime. Yeah, man. But listen, y'all, thank y'all so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Guys, you know that this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. If you want to follow us, our... Uh, Twitter handle is at Lovers Quarrel 7. Our Instagram is at Lovers Quarrel Show. Email us your headaches, heartaches, comments, and concerns at Lovers Quarrel Show at gmail.com. And as always, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight, but we, we love. love. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.